Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 169, Roadrunner and the Collective Unconscious. Climbing up a hill on my daily walk, I heard the clicking, cooing-like summons of a greater roadrunner. Think sophisticated version of New York City street pigeon elocutions, and just one of their known 16 calls. I caught just a small confirmatory glance before it scrambled away among the pinyon juniper landscape. Capable of running almost 20 miles an hour when hunting, these members of the cuckoo family swallow their prey whole and live a mere eight years. In terms of their animal medicine messages, they are associated with motivation, time to rise up, off the tush, squash stagnation, and light that fire to get something important and meaningful accomplished. Their speed is associated with swiftness, stamina, momentum, movement, and courage. I've never seen one close enough for long enough, but supposedly they have two toes pointing backward and two forward, their own form of which-way-am-I-going-to-move camouflage. The resulting tracks confuse evil spirits, and thus the roadrunner is also about protection, a trickster spirit that does no harm and encourages one to think on their feet. Agility, speed, and resolve even make them a predator of the rattlesnake. Regular walks easily offer me my daily dose of delight, a muscle just as important to exercise as the skeletal ones. But whenever animal encounters occur, the ramble throughout the hills is even more special. The ancients call the collective unconscious the sympathy of all things. I do believe that the unconscious represents the earlier evolutionary stages of our conscious psyche, similar to the reptilian brain or midbrain that still exists beneath our awareness and supports our emotional, limbic, and thinking cortical brains, which evolved later. I remember from EST training years ago the notion of what I know, what I don't know, and what I don't know that I don't know, the latter being a good summary of the unconscious. The iceberg analogy also works with a lot of action happening beneath the surface. For much of my youth, I denied the existence of the unconscious at a time when its hold over me was probably greatest. All those blind spot patterns of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that I was largely unaware of, oblivious to their consequences. Dreams and intuitions, those twin transitory portals to that other realm of reality, were not much on my youthful radar screen. The idea that part of my brain would repress things I did not want to or was incapable of dealing with at the time seemed alien. I do believe that as one matures and does the inner work of know thyself, then unconscious patterns of behavior that do not serve us are transformed. We are less triggered or defensive, more present and compassionate. What price have we paid for the development of consciousness of having been lifted out of the animal world? This new human element in the story of creation is clearly a mixed bag. Our unskillful human behaviors continue. One cannot escape the current feedback of headline horrors, wars, social injustice, climate change, forest fires in the West. All consequences of our lack of awareness despite being conscious of many aspects of how to live a good life. The brain generates two kinds of mind to ensure survival. Rational mind is the having, how-to, and doing of things. It tends to be effortful, linear, habitual, predictable, task-oriented. It loves processing mode, stores info, analyzes data by comparing it to existing info, and organizing it into beliefs, concepts, and ideas. 
It plans my life by creating a simulation of the future based on past memories and my imagination. It computes and calculates existing data in memory in order to respond to situations, remembering information I've previously learned. There is also what might be called Big Sky Mind, which is about being and is nonlinear, creative, spontaneous, big picture, visioning, more of a zoom lens perspective. This is creative, free-flowing mode, less stressful or fatiguing, and very helpful for dealing with the unknown. It is where answers unfold in quiet receptivity, free from the speedy busyness of shoulds and must-dos. Daydreaming, trance, and hallucinatory states occur when big sky mind attends to its own interior processes rather than the outside world. In very basic terms, rational mind focuses on the individual trees and how they might be useful, while big sky mind gets a sense of the forest. The German concept of Anschlossenheit might be translated as the resolve to make of oneself what one wants. As such, it is the product of both our unconscious impulses and our conscious attempts to direct them. It's said that there are three great mysteries, air to birds, water to fish, (laughs) and human beings unto themselves. The journey inward to discover a driving force for being is fraught with obstacles and confusion. But once we've touched and clarified the essence of what we might contribute, we begin the struggle to manifest it. Somehow, we must find the inner well of Anschlossenheit over and over and drink deeply from its source. More than cultivating desire or willpower, this concept is a symbol of unlocking what anxiety and self-seclusion have imprisoned. It's the exploration of what needs to drop away in the dance, as well as what must be held onto. We become what we think about. Whatever the mind conceives, it can achieve. We currently act as we currently believe. The should be, the ought to be, is not something we find, we create it. This determined quality embodies the courage to seek the truth, to be involved, to reject cynicism and assume responsibility. It's a lifelong song of persistence and service. Lao Tzu reminds us, quote, Though thirty spokes may form the wheel, it is the hole within the hub which gives the wheel utility. It is not the clay the potter throws which gives the pot its usefulness, but the space within the shape from which the pot is made. Without a door, the room cannot be entered, and without its windows, it is dark. Such is the utility of non-existence. Close quote. So perhaps the deep well of my unconscious knows best how to heed the fleeting advice of the roadrunner on my path. I remain open to intuitive messages from both the inner and outer worlds. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.